This is a story from Persia called Farida's Carpet. A long time ago, in Persia, there was a little girl named Farida, and she was the laziest girl you could ever imagine. She was so lazy, but she was cunning, and she would get out of doing work by pretending she couldn't do it well. Her mother noticed that Farida loved to be outside out in nature. And she thought she had the perfect job for Farida. She did not want Farida to grow up and be lazy. What would become of her? How would she eat? How would she take care of things? So she had the perfect job. She said, Farida, your new job is you are going to take care of the sheep. You get to be outside. It's very easy. All you have to do is hold this big tall staff and the sheep will follow you. Farida had that look on her face. Show me that look when you don't want to do something. Farida, do you like to sleep under those warm wool blankets at night? I love my blanket, she said. Well, without the sheep, Farida, we wouldn't have wool blankets. That's where we get the wool from, to knit into those lovely blankets. So Farida took the staff begrudgingly and went outside. Before she left, her mother said one more thing. Farida, be careful. The sheep are not so smart. Do not lead them to the cliff, because they might just fall over. And then we won't have any wool blankets. Guess what Farida did? She led the sheep right to the cliff. Her mother looked out the door and she saw the sheep getting close to the cliff and she ran out screaming, Farida, Farida, what are you doing? I told you. Never mind, Farida. I'll do it myself. Which was exactly what Farida wanted. And she went back to sitting under the fig tree, watching the figs grow. Because Farida loved to do nothing more than anything. Well, her mother had tried other things. She had tried to teach her how to separate the wheat from the chaff. And Farida did it and just threw it all over the ground. And her mother said, never mind, Farida. I'll just do it myself. She tried to teach Farida how to make bread. And again, she didn't do it right. She made sure she forgot to put things in and dropped it on the floor. And her mother just said, do it myself. Well, one day, her mother had a great idea. She said, Farida, come with me. This is your new home. There was a beautiful pavilion in the middle of their gardens. It was like a greenhouse. It was a glass house, and sometimes they would have tea in there. Sometimes they would, there were plants in there. And the mother set up a big loom. It's something you use to weave a rug. So there's all these strings going up and down really tight. And there was piles and piles of wool threads. Farida, this is your new job. You have to finish this carpet before you can leave the pavilion. But what? what? Farida, I don't care if it is the ugliest carpet in the whole world. 
It just must be finished. Otherwise, this is where you're going to stay until it's done. But, but what am I going to eat? Oh, the servants will bring you three meals a day. Well, where am I going to sleep? Oh, we brought in a bed for you. And she looked over and there was a nice, cushy, comfy bed on the floor. Well, Farida's cunning was out of luck. There was nothing she could do. She was trapped. But Farida, get to work. And so she picked up the threads and started putting them in the loom. She'd seen her mother weave hundreds and hundreds of rugs. Their family was famous for their weaving. Her grandmother had won prizes. Now, the mother left, and Farida was sitting there so grumpy, weaving, when all of a sudden she heard a loud, Hello? Who said that? A camel stuck his head out from behind a curtain and said, That would be me. Uh, camels don't talk. Oh, well then, why are you talking to one? You don't have to be so snappy. I'm just saying I never heard of a talking camel. Well, I haven't heard of a place covered in ice 365 days a year, but that doesn't mean I deny the existence of Antarctica just because I haven't seen it. Okay, I get your point, but I don't have time for idle chit-chat. I have to finish this rug or I can't leave this pavilion. It's so much work. But when the camel saw her face, when she said the word work, he saw how sad she was. And so the camel felt bad and said, Would you like me to do the work for you? <laughs> Very funny. Like camels could weave. A minute ago, you didn't think camels can talk. What? Wait a second. You could weave this for me? Her cunning mind started turning. Well, I could weave it for you, but I would need to be comfortable. Oh, I, I can make you comfortable. Uh, here, 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 sit on this pillow. Uh, you can show me how you weave. Oh, but I need more than a pillow to be comfortable. You would have to promise to keep me comfortable in while I weave the rug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will keep you comfortable. Whatever you need. All righty, then. It's a bargain. And so she made the deal with the camel. But the next thing she knew, the camel was thirsty. Now, she was not supposed to leave the pavilion. So she had to sneak out in between the glass house and the bushes, crouching the whole way to the well. She brought a big jug with her. She filled it up and carried it back. Well, the camel drank it up in two seconds and asked for more. So she had to go back. The second time was fine. The third time was fine. The fourth time, the jug started to feel really heavy. The fifth time, her arms were starting to hurt. The sixth time, she felt like her arms were going to fall off. And the camel seemed to have an unquenchable thirst. She was thinking, where is all this water going? But the camel was like, I just am thirsty and without 
water, I'm not comfortable, and I won't be able to work. Well, when she came back with the seventh jug of water, she was so happy because the servants had brought her first meal, lunch. She sat down. She goes, oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, that looks delicious. But that's for me. Well, what do you mean? Well, I need food to be able to work, and I won't be comfortable. Well, what am I supposed to eat? The camel looked at her and said, That is not my problem. Well, Farida remembered that out in the garden there was a big apple tree, and so she went up to the apple tree to get some food. She decided the best apples were at the very, very, very top of the tree. They must be the sweetest because they're closest to the sun. So she started climbing the apple tree. And the next thing you know, she fell right out of the tree. The branch she was standing on cracked. Ow! She whacked her head on the ground. Now what was she going to eat? And she looked over and there were some bruised apples that had fallen with her. And she ate them. Well, when she came back from eating the apples, the camel was back at work, and she couldn't believe it. This carpet that the camel was making was so beautiful. It was even more beautiful than the rugs her mother made. So she thought, oh, it's okay. They're going to be so pleased with my work. But the camel was hot. Farida, I cannot work in this heat. Go get the fan. Well, there was one of those big woven fans on a big long pole. It was heavy. She picked it up and she began to fan the camel. Her arms still hurt from carrying the water. Now she had to fan the camel. Faster. It's really hot in here. She felt like her arms were going to fall off. And if that wasn't enough, after dinner... The camel asked to be brushed. And as soon as she started brushing the camel's back, the camel was like, harder, harder. Oh, yeah, right there under my shoulder. Oh, yeah, that's the spot. Oh, brush down by my tail. And when it was time to go to bed, Farida thought the camel would go outside and sleep with the other camels. But no, the camel wanted to sleep in her bed inside the pavilion. I won't be comfortable out there, and if I catch a chill, I won't be able to weave for you. Well, where am I supposed to sleep? I guess you will have to sleep outside. So she went outside, and she slept in the straw mat that the camel usually slept on. It was scratchy. It was cold. She tossed and turned all night. And in the morning, when she came back in, Again, she saw the beautiful rug that the camel was weaving. She's like, okay, he'll be done soon. But then the camel gave her some good news. Farida, tonight you must sleep in the pavilion with me. Thank goodness it was terrible outside. Yes, I need you to watch over me. While I was sleeping, the blanket kept falling off of me and I was catching a chill. So, tonight I would like you to keep watch and make sure the blanket doesn't fall off of me. So, this was Farida's day. All day long she was either carrying heavy pitchers of water from the well, 
fanning the camel, brushing the camel, and at night she couldn't even sleep because she had to stay watch and cover the camel whenever the blanket fell off. She was exhausted. Her arms were sore. Her feet were sore. Her back was sore. She never worked so hard in her life. But the carpet was finished. It was so beautiful. She could not wait to show her mother. She told the camel, you wait outside. I want you to hear what my mother says. She's going to love it. Finally, I get to go back and be with my family. So she called her mother, and when her mother came in, her jaw fell to the floor. Her eyes nearly popped out of her head. She grabbed Farida's hands and said, Farida, you have your grandmother's hands? The skill? Oh, Farida, we're going to put this in the foyer where everybody can see it. It is the most magnificent rug of our family. And then the mom called for the servants. Quick, quick, everybody come and bring Farida's beautiful carpet into the house. We're going to put it in the foyer for everyone to see. And as the mother was leaving, she said, Farida, gather your things and join us. And so the mother left with the servants in the carpet, and Farida was there collecting her things when the camel came back in and said, Where are you going? She said, Oh, well, the carpet's done. Now I get to go back to be with my family. But who's going to keep me comfortable? Um, the carpet's done. That was just a bargain for when you were making the carpet. Oh, well, you still need to make me comfortable. Why would I do that? Because if you don't, I will tell your mother who really wove the carpet. You wouldn't. Oh, yes, I would. Farida's mind was reeling. If her mother found out that she didn't weave it, no, you wouldn't. Oh, yes, I would. The camel started walking towards her house, and she jumped in front of the camel and said, No, you won't, because I'm going to tell her myself. And Farida ran into the house, and there was the carpet laying in the front foyer. There was everybody, her brothers and sisters, her mother, her father, all the servants, and as soon as she walked in, they gave her a great round of applause. Farida, it's so beautiful. Farida, this is the most beautiful carpet. I I have to tell you something, Mom. Oh, Farida, are you going to tell us what inspired you? What made you think of this design? No, that, that that's not what I need to tell you. Well, tell me, Farida. I... She was so embarrassed. She ran out of the room into the kitchen. Her mother followed her. Farida, what's wrong? It wasn't me. What do you mean it wasn't you? It wasn't me. Frida, I don't understand. What are you talking about? It, it wasn't me that wove the rug. So where did it come from? Farida, it's okay. Everybody loves it. No, it wasn't me. And Farida proceeded to tell her mother about the bargain she made with the camel. 
how she had to carry pitchers of water to keep the camel comfortable and fan the camel and brush the camel. And while she was telling her mother the whole story, she noticed Farida was not standing the same way she used to. Her shoulders were strong and tall. She could see her biceps in her arms. She could see muscles in her forearms. And her mother realized Farida learned the lesson she was trying to teach her. She learned how to work very hard. She looked at her and she said, Farida, I think you learned your lesson. She said, I did. Farida, you work so hard and you have nothing to show for it. And after that, Farida, she always helped around the house. And she would sit with her mother and learn how to weave rugs. And as far as the camel, he became Farida's pet and had to listen to her and help her be comfortable from then on. And they all lived. And that's the end of that. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the stories. And remember, the way to love a story is to tell it. Share it with somebody else. Put it in your own words. Change it. Make it your own. And tell your own stories. And most importantly, live your story. Life can be a fairy tale.